0: There we go. Hello and welcome to this very late edition of Australian Transformers Weekly, bringing you news from across Australia and some of the rest of the world. This is episode 192 and coming up tonight, there's been some uh, new masterpiece details released. I need to look back at the run sheet because that's not what's in the run sheet. <laughs> uh, new studio figures are on the way. Well, in the meantime, Australia got skipped for a good half of the waves. Uh, there's some more anime mp repaints on the way we dropped that news so that's not going to count but we do have a lot more coming up on tonight's show as well as a little live record live record live uh raffle draw of the uh tca may donation drive but all that and a lot more coming up after this. rusty Uh, I am Brad Ostrom Prime, back for 192, it has been a few weeks uh, joining me for some with someone else that has uh, also been away for a couple of weeks, Max, back from South Australia, uh, you weren't blacked out in this time, or <laughs> low on power, you're just uh, very busy no, like myself.
1: <laughs> just out and about doing stuff that maybe sometimes you'd rather not be doing, but hey, I'm here now and chose a pretty good week to come back from the looks of things.
0: It is a bumper news week and we've had to cut a few stories tonight just because we can't sit here for two hours reporting on some of the stuff. But uh, how's your Transformers week been?
1: Uh, it's been pretty all right. It's been some cool things popping up, to so it's been good to see. Uh, yeah, not, not, to, not too much. I've been building up the exams, really, so I haven't been paying all that much attention. But, yeah, a lot of good stuff going on right now.
0: We're not going to get to new acquisitions tonight just because of how much news there is and um, the live draw, the May donation drive. Has any figures you've seen recently you've thrown pre-orders on for or things you're expecting? Has your uh, free AB arrived yet?
1: No, I think I'm getting the second run of that, which is not ideal, but I suppose I paid less than retail for it, so it is what it is. <laughs> um, you don't know, I, I don't really pre-order as much as I used to or buy as much as I used to for the most part, but like, what is there and coming is stuff I'm very excited for.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I I pretty much threw money down on Masterpiece Black Arachnea as soon as uh, that announcement went up, and some of our local retailers uh, listed it for sale. So
1: I I'll do be- not blame you for a second.
0: <laughs> uh, just quietly, there are two coming. So look out for the uh, Christmas donation drive. There may be a Black Arachnia being thrown into the <laughs> into the kitty there. Apart from that. I've, uh, I've found I've fallen in love with BotBots. There's been a bit of a step along the way. We'll get to that in a later episode when we do some new acquisitions. But for the most part, i joined BotBots. And I, uh, I've seen some of the studio series today, more so the War for Cybertron stuff, and had a look at Einheit and thought he looks okay and then didn't buy it. I ended up buying a bike. <laughs> so I <laughs> <and a> push- <laughs> brought a push bike instead. So um, there's not a lot of retail at the moment that I'm uh looking to buy and especially after some of the news we're going to get to in a minute with the uh constructor cons especially but yeah, uh,
1: there's always a better option nowadays it seems
0: yeah yep you just got to wait a little bit and that option presents itself but max if you're ready we'll get into tonight's show
1: jump straight into it
0: jump straight into it all right bot shots uh this week, what back once again? Uh, Kyle Kirkwood has got a, a nice image of a nice use of Masterpiece MP thirty six Megatron. Not a nice image of Masterpiece Megatron because it just shows how shit that figure is. But uh, look at the gaps in those hips. You can't. You cannot tell me that looks. That makes that figure look fantastic. <laughs>
1: Um, well, there's plenty, plenty of other things to make it look fantastic. I think, it can, I, think I can live with the gaps in the hips.
0: <laughs> well, yes, those eyes do look fantastic, glowing, looking. How many down years there.
1: have you and I been doing this again?
0: <laughs> we've been back. We've <laughs> been mis- back and forth for a while. Of <laughs> this specific figure, too. Yeah, yeah. And before someone brings it up, yes, I do have it, but I got the KO because I was not paying for this figure. But it is fantastic and an iconic shot of of Megatron doing the, uh, the iconic <laughs> prepare to die and such heroic nonsense um, pose. So congratulations, Kyle, your week two of June winner. Um, unfortunately, due to the, uh, the competition being a bit slow on that, we'll be doing a mid-year draw for the first few months' winners at the end of the month. So there's two more chances of getting a draw for a figure there. I think we're going to give away a Voyager Blitzwing from um, Titans Return. And uh, that'll be it for the rest of the year. So we'll we'll tie that up early and uh, get some figures out to some winners. Brilliant. We're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro News. That will take us into some news. What news comes from there Max, I don't know how your local toy retailers have been dishing out figures, but they've been pretty slow here, and all of a sudden, in this last couple of days, we've seen a, uh, a pretty quick and wild release of Wave 6 of Studio Series figures here, Prime and Rampage, but uh, it seems Wave 3, 4, and 5, we've completely been skipped on.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's been things shown up here and there, but most part, there's been a lot of stuff which I know exists and I just haven't seen it. You know, I think past Brawl, there's been that Brawl and Megatron wave, there's been nothing at least. The Voyages, here. yeah, past that wave of Voyages, I've seen nothing.
0: Yeah, we got the um, it was only recently we got Shatter and the helicopter version of Dropkick,
1: yeah. and um, I've only seen those two at a Comic Con, like, I haven't seen them in any physical stores at all.
0: Wow, they're, they're really warming shelves here. Um, we, we got a couple of the uh scrap metal constructicon that I, I did pick one up, um, and also the uh cogman and
1: someone else. And, oh, was it the other dread?
0: Yeah, probably. Um, so I, I didn't end up getting that cogman because I found a uh. Last night, Cogman headmaster at Coles for nine dollars. So I jumped on that real quick, uh, really wanting the headmaster version of that figure and a bit better paint job. But um, it's a shame. I think there's a few there's a few uh, figures in Wave Four and Five, especially that people are after. Um, Bone Crusher was one I'd really love a second cool. go at.
1: There's the refined Prime as well, which is like the third, I mean like the third version they've done. Yeah, <laughs> I've taken I, on one specific mould. I've taken about I think it's like four stabs at in a studio series line now. So I know, I, know a little bit, I know a lot of people were chasing that, and there's been no sign of it anywhere.
0: Yeah. So it's really a it's really an online market at the moment. If you're collecting these figures and want to collect them all, online seems to be the best place to get them. Don't wait for retail. Right, up next, War for Cybertron Siege Ratchet and Blue Strake. Blue Strake, Blue Streak. In-hand images. Uh, Ratchet, clearly being a repaint and a slight redo of the Ironhide. I, I held the Ironhide today in stores. I could not tell you what's been remolded on this apart from the head. Uh, I'm guessing there's some shoulder remoldings and maybe something in the forearms, but I think for the most part, this is a straight-up Ironhide repaint.
1: Yeah, I believe obviously the head, I suppose, but yeah, beyond that, it seems very much the same. I actually think this mold works a lot better for Ratchet. I don't know, is it just, maybe it's just me, but on the Ironhide, I think the colors sort of give you a vibe with the way the silhouette works. I think the lighting highlights um, a a few more of the gaps in the mold, whereas with Ratchet, it comes off as just, I don't know, it just comes off as a bit smoother looking, and it retains that detail, but it still looks more uniform. It's just like a subtle difference, but I think it's definitely better on this guy.
0: Yeah, I think here too, the fact that like you've got the flat white, then you've got the little bits of red here and there, and then you've got the blue window on his chest where the iron hide's pretty much red, and then it's got a clear window on his chest, which doesn't really look that good. Um, it doesn't need to be a clear window. If I had a blue window like this, it'd probably look a little bit better. Um, but we've also got uh, blue streak as well, which looks a lot like the G1 counterpart, especially in the legs. Just how the uh, the back of the car and you've got the back windows of the car on the front of his shins there.
1: But yeah, this, this seems like a, another one where, I don't know, for whatever reason, it seems to work better for Blue Streak because of the colours. Mm. I, I don't know what's going on there. It's a weird thing. I, yeah, It might just be the way of it traditionally drawn in comics or something. I don't know. It just seems to work a lot better for him. Maybe it could be also just the way it's photographed, but it's certainly, I mean, this mould looks better as Blue Streak than as Proud. I mm. mean the uh, the cannons on the shoulders um, it sort of it takes away from the look of having that really broad chest a bit.
0: I can't remember Proud at all now. Did he have those shoulder cannons?
1: No, he didn't. So oh, okay. Oh, maybe, no, he he. I don't think he did. But if they did, there would be the Proud ones, which were lower down. Yeah. Um, in any case, like because his shoulder cannons are much more pronounced, it sort of it cuts up the massive smooth plane that is his chest a bit more, so it doesn't. It doesn't look quite as um you know quite as overbearing on the rest of the figure and then the mm-hmm. same deal with the shins as well which you know some people had issues with uh on the, the original prow version it looks like they've um filled in a bit of a detailing on there or at least like the color of the plastic has changed where it's molded onto where the uh clear plastic is molded onto the shins yeah so it looks it's less jarring to see just these massive great services on him is a bit nicer
0: mm-hmm. Plus, I think he, uh, some of the colours, like breaking up that silver, the black, the grey and the red, um, it's a lot better colour distribution on this is what you get with a Prowl, because Prowl's mostly just white and black. Yeah, yeah,
1: I, th- I think so. It's it's just a bit more dynamic, and I think that helps sell the mould a bit more.
0: There have been some new photos coming out of Wonderfest and uh, one of the other Tokyo, I think it's Tokyo Toy Show as well this week. Uh, A lot of stuff we've already seen, Hound we reported on last week. There's a new Beast Wars. What's the uh, the Lion guy?
1: Yeah, the Liar Convoy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so he's been announced as well. Neither of us are really interested in him, and he'll be reported on later on when he's closer to being released. But uh, one thing did catch our attention that, yes, once again, they're releasing and doing a repaint of the Plus version of the Datsuns, and this time it's Smokescreen. More G one accurate paint job, in in theory, um, new head sculpt.
1: Yeah, that, that head sculpt is what's selling it for me. Really? Yeah, I don't. Know. I think it's just. I think because the mold originally, like, they haven't had to change that much of it to smooth out the detailing. Um, so it means that they just add that head sculpt there, which is, you know, slightly more exaggerated proportions and a bit more expressive, and it just looks fantastic. Like. I, I'm surprised it adds that much, to be honest. I was really well, quite impressed with this.
0: Well, I was going to say, it only reminds me of an animated style where you just got that long sloping jaw and just how animated the face looks, without going too far towards the animated <laughs> style, of course. But
1: You know, you're right. It's like, it's definitely G1 Smokescreen, but I think G1 Smokescreen was almost a predecessor to that sort of aesthetic that came later.
0: Yeah. Um
1: how do you feel I, about the
0: smoke accessory? I was going to say the accessories on this is a nice little smoke accessory down the bottom there, which I hope you could sort of plug into his tailpipe or something in car mode <laughs> as well. <laughs> but also, I can't recall the gun, the like, shoulder cannons coming with any of the Datsuns. That was a Dr. Wu accessory that you had to order.
1: Uh, God, this came out so long ago now.
0: Yeah. Like-
1: you know, just another of fascinating things I can't remember. Um, I think it, it varied between releases, and like some of them would come. There was a couple where it was like came as from Amazon Japan. You get the shoulder cannons. I'm not yeah. sure. And then because there was also different colorways of uh, Blue Streak, you know, uh, and then Prow had a US release, and so I think the the waters have all been muddied. There is definitely variants with it, um and because Doctor Who also. Even when there were they were included, Doctor Wu still made upgraded versions. So it yeah, yeah I, I couldn't tell you for certain, one way or another.
0: Well, I never posed any mind with them up if they come with them anyway, because <laughs> it's um, it sort of takes away his peripheral vision a little bit. <laughs> There's a good shot of the head.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he's not going to look down much. No. That. But you do see what I mean, especially with that shot of just the head and the chest there. Like, having that head sculpted and smoothing out the chest sculpt a bit, it really sells on the animation accuracy in my um, mind.
0: Yep. Any the only photos we've got there? Yeah, no, it does look fantastic. Coming up next, uh, it's been reported a little while ago that we we're going to get yet another uh, redo of the MP10 mould. And... Um, coming out of comic-con columbia <laughs> of all places we got some images here of that uh, ghostbusters prime um complete with roller being the ghostbusters trap um the slimer figure that comes with it prime's got the proton pack sort of thing on his back um the green windows and he's got the ecto 35 license plate in where the matrix should go max ghostbusters prime Something you're looking at getting, or just another redo of MP10, because
1: I was never, you know, yeah, there's never the biggest Ghostbusters fan, but as a figure that's uh, it looks fantastic, just the way it's combined with two aesthetics, I wasn't expecting it to be well, this lovingly put together, I suppose. I mean, i inferior should have expected that because they did a really good job with the EVA Prime, too. Um, Mm. you know, making that feature so many of the. Old Evangelion motifs, but yeah, they've this just it, it really just looks like prime out of a Ghostbusters universe. It's quite well done. And for any like hardcore Ghostbusters fans of which I'm not one, I'm sure they're very much looking forward to this.
0: Hmm. Yeah, no, it'd be good for to summon the post next deck. Day one. um I don't, I don't really have any more.
1: Yeah, I suppose it's not like I don't have much to say on this, but other than it looks good.
0: Also showed the uh, Masterpiece Megatron from Resident Fall* in there as well which has pretty much been released now so I'm not quite sure why it's there but...
1: I think the uh, smaller shows often get uh, things a bit later so you never get older releases coming through just because it's more of a trade show type thing I suppose. Mm.
0: Yep. Looking into some third party news briefly Fans Toys have got a Hulky, Hulk, uh, G One Braun coming out. We've seen last week, Warpath and a couple of other figures. Max, what's your history with Braun?
1: Brawn, um, the character, I'd say I like him. I don't, I don't like him enough to buy a fans' toys figure. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. don't be like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm part of, I'm, I'm part of that weird subculture who doesn't like fans' toys. Oh. But, um, <laughs> As, as a representation of Brawn, this looks fantastic. You know, like character-wise, I've always loved. He's been one of my favorites ever since I was a kid. Um, you know, I was ecstatic to see him when he popped up in the in Bumblebee movie. You know, so he's always, yeah, he's always been up there for me as one of the better mini bots. And so it's great to see such a faithful adaptation of him. You know, I think I would probably put this at least from what I can tell right now. I put this over the bad cube one for certain. Yeah, I'm not sure about the metallic green as a you know, in terms of fitting in with a masterpiece display. Yeah. But sculpt wise uh, and articulation wise, he looks absolutely in line with the current state of masterpieces.
0: He also has a secret super saiyan mode there, which I didn't realize yet <laughs> in the film yeah well that's that's one thing with that metallic paint it is just having to, having to fit in with the masterpiece sort of aesthetic and it's one thing even with their um their war path which Jason had talked about last week, having that metallic paint as well it's just
1: it certainly it looks nice you know like as a figure it does it adds something, but masterpieces nowadays have a very specific look to their paint. You know, and I mean, it's, it's the it's,
0: cheapest paint they could put on it because <laughs> uh, it's bland
1: no it's, it's like this specific kind of gloss they've been doing it since bumblebee i think where it's you know this uh, i can't really describe it but you look in the older masterpieces like Sideswipe and prowl and they, they don't have that quality to them, even when they are painted
0: there's yeah.
1: the new ones they're lathered in paint and it's got this very really specific gloss to it um but uh and these, I don't know if they're trying to replicate that, but it's, it's just metallic. It's you know, it definitely looks nice. It actually, in my mind, it looks nicer than the paint I use on actual masterpieces. But when the actual masterpieces are going for something so very specific, I feel like you don't really want to go for something that's so very specific in another direction.
0: Yeah, well, it's the same same argument about getting figures shell cell shaded or um oh i just had it now it's gone no well, even these like you're you're looking to have a masterpiece collection even even the other fan story stuff hot rods not not shiny and then you've got their their galvatron that that aren't they're a completely different paint scheme as well it's it just looks weird and even we, we talked a long time ago about war dog with um with the veteran the Battle damage version with the board holes and all that stuff. Fantastic paint scheme, fantastic looking figure. It just doesn't fit with any other masterpiece you put on the shelf. And here we've got the same issue where they're sort of going for this more metallic. Granted, their sea spray is also a metallic blue, so all the mini bots are fitting in this metallic scheme.
1: They're, they're trying to strike out on their own. But yeah. I don't seem to recall them doing this and many of your other figures. Like, I want to Google their. Um,
0: the beachcomber, so isn't it? Beach cam- All the beachcombers I've seen are the flat blue and not...
1: Yeah, well, it's weird because I look at um, their Cyclonus, right, and I, there's a shine to it, but it doesn't come off as metallic to me. It comes off as looking like them trying to replicate that masterpiece aesthetic, mm. whereas these seem very distinctly their own thing.
0: This is definitely metallic paint.
1: And it's like I, I can get it in terms of, you know, some companies do with their masterpiece of likes have tried to strike off and do their own sort of thing right so you know dx Nine has uh followed the uh, what's it say studio ox aesthetic um at least in, in some regards um actually that i mean, that's actually just one of their figures but you know ocular max does that uh there almost entirely uh, i can't actually think of any others now um <laughs> yeah, toy world toy world's doing their own sort of scale right there are there is variance within the third party masterpiece market but this is like this is different because it's something that's so closely trending a line of fitting in like perfectly with regular takara masterpieces and then it's just choosing to go in a completely opposite direction in this one very specific area and it's just confusing to me
0: yeah Well, that's it, and you can look at other stuff that's sort of going for movie aesthetic or something like that where you're going to have metallic paint, but there's no metallic paint in the G1 cartoon or any cartoon except for Prime, maybe, (laughs) just because of the animation style, but we've spent too much time on this. (laughs) We really have. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not looking at getting a brawn. Um, Fans toys, as much as I do love their figures, Willis will always be my G1 hound, no matter what uh, Takara throw at me. This isn't something I need to get. And being metallic, it definitely is not going to fit in with anything I've already got.
1: On that note, it's like, yeah, I can certainly see why a reason to be tempted by it. But, yeah, it's, I don't know, I, I'm not a tan person at all, so it is just this one really <laughs> weird difference. It's <that's> just, <laughs> I don't know why, it's just this really specific thing. And I don't know why I've ever done it.
0: Mm. But they're, they're steadily moving along the, uh, the mini bots, and we'll see what they have left to come out. I don't, I, s- I suppose, Outback and some of those ones, maybe a Pipes, they've got to come out as well down along the line a bit longer. Probably about five or six years, <laughs> the way they bring out prototypes and that, and take a couple of years to get them out to market. Just waiting to see if Takara beat them to the punch.
1: Yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean, there, that is the sort of unwritten rule of, you know, if. Third-party companies start doing something, and Takara's about to do it. But then, uh, have we? It seems to not be the case with uh, fans' toys quite as much. Mm.
0: Moving on, and holy shit! I um, on one of the last episodes I was on, I talked about how uh, when you see the Hasbro Constructicons in store, get them because this is a two, maybe two and a half year build of getting all these figures and creating a devastator and in two years time if you're looking for a bone crusher uh bone crusher um scrap metal or any of the early release figures you're going to be paying for the ass for them but uh we have a new third party company on the scene bumberspeak and uh they've um yeah yep they've released prototype images of their bb01 split which is Revenge of the Fallen Mixmaster and BB02 Giant Axe, which is their Revenge <laughs> of the Fallen Scavenger, and holy shit! Um, these, these came look- out of
1: absolutely nowhere, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yep, and no-, no one saw he's coming.
0: Yeah, yep, and both figures look pretty pretty good in both modes. They
1: look incredible,
0: and this is the uh, the head and. Shoulders, I'll say, for the Devastator. And
1: just don't don't try to talk about an enemy with movie (laughs) devastator. It doesn't work.
0: No, no. Um, As seen there, it's going to be a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, no, one to seven. So, seven pieces are going to create this Devastator. And thank you for finally including the Wrecking Balls. This i am so on board with this devastator i if it's shit if the engineering's horrible as long as it stands and holds together on my display shelf i'll sing praises to it um here we have some photos of the mixmaster master itself split being able to transform into both modes um that's a fantastic looking alt mode and the fact it's got mask on the grill instead of Mac. <laughs> <It was just laughs> another little nice callback. It's um,
1: it almost looks like the same font too. Yeah, yep. yep. Just, you know, I'm looking at these and I'm like, I'm, I'm dreading the transformation on these, but also I'm fascinated by how these are going to work.
0: Well, just going between these two, like seeing the truck mode there and then going into the head mode where the cabin must completely
1: invert. Yeah, it <laughs> because <doesn't> look my- <laughs> like it, which is fantastically like, sort of you see it sort of comes away on the sides and on the top and i guess maybe the face section there is the top of the cabin i'm not sure it's i mean it's incredibly hard to tell
0: yeah it just goes to show how much engineering is going into these figures nowadays we've talked about unique toys and some of the movie stuff before and considering most of the rear of the truck is still intact <laughs> and we've had this much of a change between two shots it's just fantastic, and then it can still transform into a robot.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, the talent of these designers is phenomenal. Like, however this turns out, seeing this alone just working as it is, is insane. Oh. Like, it would be an impressive piece of engineering if it was just a truck to a robot right? for both of these figures because this is the movie Constructicons are talking about. They've got these insanely complicated and unconventional robot modes, you know? And so going from those sort of vehicles is going to be a challenge to accomplish as was seen with the original figures for these came out back, uh, back in 2009. Mm. And so for them to do that so well and also have them combine is just phenomenal.
0: Yeah. I'll, I'll be happy just with these alt modes on display and then have a second set as Devastator. I'd, I don't need I don't need movie Constructicons being robots alt modes and devastate at the same time. I don't think that's what come across in the film, and I don't think that's what was really happening there. I, there was a class of class of Constructicon. There was a few that was on a boat that went down to relieve Megatron. There was another class, another lot that were uh, in Egypt. But that's the movie itself. <laughs> even Demolisher here, like it's a little bit simpler just because of its size. Um, and the fact that the tracks don't become the wheels like we had with that Voyager version—they um, just fold up on the back.
1: Yeah, it's, re- it's really impressive looking, and I think mean, that's going <laughs> to assist it as well.
0: I love the rocket launchers on
1: top; <laughs> it's a nice little touch.
0: Yeah, but just the facts—the wheels just double over on the back behind the uh, the mixer barrel. To um,
1: <laughs> I don't know what's going on in that picture. <laughs>
0: Obviously, the, the tracks don't spin because we've got little wheels underneath the tracks, which is a shame, but we can we can allow a couple of things. I just... yeah. And, of course, here they've got the Voyager. <laughs> Voyager Deluxe. Deluxe. Uh, yeah,
1: that's a Voyager Prime, so that actually gives a fantastic sense of the scale. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: that's
1: on a, top of it. This is going to be a big bloody figure, actually. It's
0: 50 <laughs> so, centimetres tall, which puts it the same height as the Titans return... Or the combiner was, devastator.
1: Yeah, um, like for, for that scavenger to be that much larger in a Voyager, and then for that to also just form one small component of a combiner, like this thing's going to be enormous.
0: That's the thing, though. That's just, <laughs> that's just it's it's robot mode. <laughs> when it when it combines back down into shoulders and the back of the the, the head to hold Mixmaster, it's yeah, yeah. So there's going to be yeah, seven robots in total um, to form Troublemaker, which is a fantastic third party name for a Devastator. Um, and all combined, it's going to be around fifty centimeters tall. But this, the the movie Devastate isn't a tall figure. It might be fifty centimeters tall, but it might also be fifty centimeters wide. <laughs> like this, <laughs> <is, laughs> this <It's just laughs> mats
1: thing, you know, where it's um, but you can't really quantify it by it. that's in that sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, this is going to be a brute, and because of this, Good. I, I have, I have scrap metal from Studio series that is now going into my last night um, collection because it is exactly the same figure as what we've seen transform when the uh, the scrapyards raided. So he's not a constructor con as far as I see it, and I will not be getting any of the other constructor cons because I'm going full hog <laughs> into this guy. We haven't seen prices yet. I don't think I care. These could be a hundred dollars each, <laughs> and I'd still get them.
1: Yeah, I don't blame you. These they look worth a hundred dollars in and of themselves. Yeah, you know, I yeah. uh, really, really impressed with these so far. I'm hoping the quality turns out all right.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll wait until we see them with paint. As I said, I've I've got Chronos, so I've got some other um, third party figures that aren't known to be fantastic figures engineering wise and that they still look fantastic on the shelf i don't transform my figures pretty much ever so the engineering on these could be absolutely horrible as long as i can get them from one mode to the other and display it i'm i'm gonna be happy
1: yeah that i don't blame you at all
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh max we brought up at the start of the show uh you having the uh free hey bumblebee en route um, we've got some more photos here in hand, um, of the, uh, dealer DLX, which is the, is that the smaller version? It's not the full size version, is it?
1: Uh, yeah. So the, the deluxe is like in the three a senses, still a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> but they're, they're smaller than the premium scale, right? They won't cost you the better part of a thousand dollars.
0: All right. So the deluxe figure, um, and of course we're talking here about blitzwing, Star Scream. Um, <laughs> just to keep that argument going, but this this may be my entry point
1: into movie statues. Scoring him around, Jay instead. <laughs> it He's it got- works. What is he? What's the first thing he does? He, he rams into him. It, it works.
0: He's got bombs on the wings as well. So yeah, this this looks fantastic.
1: I, yeah, I'm. I want to know if it's got a, a waist with a little. and if it has that, I'm probably going to buy it. <laughs>
0: that's,
1: it. That's, that's the one thing that might throw me off because I need an excuse not to buy this thing.
0: It just and looks incredible. And just having in scale there for the masterpiece Star Scream just to see how big, how big it is.
1: Um, it gives you a sense of how many differences there are actually between the two seeker designs, like the classic and the new movie seeker designs yeah Which i quite like actually but it's not you know pure faithful but it's it's not just a pure copy but it's actually you know still faithful to that original design
0: there's a little yeah there's definitely a lot of similarities there more so if we put him beside the uh <laughs> a large blitzwing um light up eyes is always fantastic as well and just being photographed like this
1: it's the detail and it blows me away on this guy um. You know, sculpting, especially, but also just the paintwork, like this subtle shading all around him. It's just, yeah, it's amazingly well done.
0: Question You're getting the B, is it this articulated that you could have him laying on the deck, on the ground, being attacked by Blitzwing?
1: Oh, yeah. Like, I've watched reviews of the first run of B, and the stuff people are able to pull off of him is insane. Like, I don't know if you've heard of stuff like Sentinel and Chemical Attack, but. Yeah. Um, heard him compared to them like he's apparently he's apparently he's not in line with the premium scale 3a stuff which was traditionally like you know big you know, big well detailed figures that were moderately well articulated uh from what i understand and what i've seen in the reviews that this guy is like beyond figure arts level opposable. he looks at, he's able to do essentially anything you wanted to like if he was in a pose in the movie um the figure is as articulated as the cg model
0: well it makes sense that if they're making these statues that they can interact with each other b127 yeah. <laughs> i won't say anything well make sure you never do <laughs> <laughs> i love it wow. I mean, it,
1: was, it was a short-lived moment of glory for blitzwing but he left a special he was a special place in all our hearts now <laughs> oh. that doesn't look movie accurate at all no <laughs> it just took him to hell yeah okay oh it's a good looking figure though i'd i do have to hold out hope for retools into the cybertron seekers
0: with what we've seen of the molds on cybertron whether or not one was Blitzwing and the others weren't some simple repaints
1: you, you need to change out the wings and like there's like a lot of and a lot of the small details but for the most part you could keep a lot, a lot of the sculpting and uh some of the panels on there you could just leave as is because like the cybertron scene was added later right so it's not like he's retooled he's his cg model is based off of both seekers both seekers are based off of him
0: yeah yeah exactly
1: so they they bear a lot of similarities yeah uh especially like if you bring up like the cg model of starscream and the cg model of blitzwing they're pr- pretty close to each other so it's certainly been a winner of possibilities. Mm. Um, especially if they were able to do uh, Starscream and then... Because he looked perfect on Cybertron. And also that Armada-inspired Frost. The type drew in mind to see a figure of that someday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just... Uh, as this guy looks, phenomenal.
0: Yep. And... As you were saying <laughs> about the... Uh, Cybertronian so stein and the uh, characters there. <laughs> Prime One Studios have started dipping their toe into the uh, Bumblebee movie with uh, Soundwave. I I don't recall this looking like Soundwave in that video in the in the film.
1: <laughs> He's he looks a bit chunkier here, doesn't he?
0: He looks very Robotech or something.
1: Yeah, it's... Uh, I, I actually, I don't know enough about Robotech to
0: say... <laughs> no, it looks he, very. I mean, I suppose he would.
1: <laughs> yeah, he seems... Maybe a bit more detailed here, I don't know. It looks good, don't get me wrong. I've got very little bad to say about him.
0: And the head. Like, it doesn't have the Decepticon emblem on top. Whether that was changed for the film or... But I'm pretty sure people seen that sound wave in the the trailer.
1: I that... feel like that head isn't accurate.
0: I, I know. It looks too it, much like Prime. Doesn't
1: Uh Oh. Um, oh. No, you cut out. <laughs> and I, I. There's for the, sound wave and the speakers, and I think. Yeah. So there's a piece of concept art for. for a money shot of Sound Wave and the Seekers, uh, when he jumps down and they're all behind him and stuff. And it, in that concept art, it's weird because he he's a lot thinner. He's thinner here. So this this oh, I'm losing my words here. So this statue, right? The chunkiness of it is in line of a movie. Um but the concept art is you know, he's a lot skinnier there. But on the concept art, he definitely has this sort of head sculpt, whereas I feel like the head sculpt here is, it, it's different to the movie. So it's like they've taken the CG model from a movie, made that into a statue, but then based the head off of a concept art.
0: Which makes you wonder, because the movie is now a year... Uh, oh, no, this Christmas. Six months six months being out.
1: Yeah, but we know this Cybertron sequence was done... Uh, at least a fair few of the big shots in it were done um, almost a year ago now.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And then maybe, uh, I suppose we haven't really seen merch for any of the bots on the Cybertron sequence. So maybe uh, licensing stuff for that only became available quite recently.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, that's possible as well. Um <sighs> Ravage looks a lot like the dogs from lockdown
1: in Age of Extinction. Yeah, he did have that sort of (laughs) dog. It was funny because Travis Knight made a specific comment about saying, no, um, you know, Ravage isn't a dog, Ravage is a cat. (laughs) working on the movie, but then he made Ravage look a lot more like a dog.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He has a mighty fine cod piece.
1: As he should
0: yeah I, this is just showing the uh the inter workings and it does have some exceptional detail behind these big plates and beefy sections but um again how much color is going to be in that detail as well it just it doesn't say sound wave to me at all apart from that chest and the gun but in a few weeks time we'll probably see this in color and completely backflip on on this decision but again, prime one. This is probably a two thousand dollar piece, at least. Yeah,
1: prime one. It's like, you, It's going to be beautiful, but for a, a non-moving thing, that costs that much. It's just no way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, if we're, I feel like if we're lucky, we should get some, uh, at least some form of actual figure of that sound wave. Uh, because he had the largest role in the, out of that Cybertron sequence beyond Prime B, right? So, you feel like if they're going to make a proper figure for anyone, it's going to be of him. Well,
0: there's been some rumours, hasn't there, of the... Um, of the.
1: There was, there was a... It were, yeah, in that... um, There was a big leak dump from Studio Series a while back. Uh, I forget what it was. I think it was mostly just, like, Constructicons, but... There was a couple of deluxes in there, and the big things were a leader slug, and a Voyager bumblebee soundwave. Mm. So um, uh, maybe it is coming. We haven't seen any of those leaks come to fruition, but SDCC is around the corner. So if you know you want a you know big exciting reveal to drop at SDCC, I feel like uh, bumblebee soundwave is going to be one of the best options for them.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. As I said earlier, new, there, nah, no new acquisitions this week. Max, mean you'll get on again. Um, I've got, I've got beast, uh, masterpiece Megatron bot shots, <laughs> Studio Series, Scrap Metal, and a lot of other figures to talk about as well. Been able to get a few figures recently, and you had a few there as well. You want to discuss? So we'll come back with that in a couple of weeks' time, and. And talk about that on the uh, yes, so show. Talk
1: about we're <laughs> lucky.
0: Yeah. Um, so for some TCA business and getting to the uh the feature of the show, my donation drive. Yes, it's now June. <laughs> June it sort of went from one month to the other, but uh, we had twenty eight donors, which in a group of thirty five hundred is a little bit low but uh anyway we got five uh prizes here to give away um masterpiece inferno um the zakara street fighter set and the takara uh big convoy um a little megatron and uh there's another figure in there as well i'm sure there's five uh where is it oh yeah g1 reissue jazz as well so Apart from the jazz, all these figures are brand new, mint, in sealed box. So, we're uh, we're going to give some figures away, Max.
1: Yeah, sounds like a plan. I haven't <laughs> done one of these in ages, actually. So,
0: it's a a- <laughs> it has been it's a while. A all right. Um. So, yep. Random number generator as well. We had ninety. We got ninety five tickets sold. So we got one to ninety five. Number one is thirty two. Uh, thirty two is, and this is where we take the most time. Woody. Woody LW, which uh I know who that is, I just can't recall right now. I
1: I wanna say who it is, but I don't want to get it wrong, so I'm like,
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's alright. Um I've got you down there as being number one. Uh number two is <laughs> thirty-four, which I think's him as well. Yep, him as well, so we'll redraw that. Well, wow, thirty-two to thirty-four. Thank you, number generator. Uh number sixty seven. Is number two, and that goes to sixty-seven. Is Roscoe Hagen. So you have the second pick in the draw. Number three is number forty-six. We're staying in the middle, of the uh, middle lot here. Forty-six is Daryl Anderson. Winner four, number eighty-six. And we'll go to the very end of the list there. And I think see if Michael Green is number zero fourth. Oh, thumbs aren't working. And lucky last is number 44. And that, I think, is going to be a redraw. Oh, no, Paul Housler, the, uh, the man we all got to see on The Price is Right. <laughs> right. No, Family Feud. Um, you are lucky number fifth. So, again, thank you to everyone who donated. I'll be getting these prizes out in the mail this week. And uh, you'll be getting some minty new friggers, except for Jazz, uh, in the mail soon. Um, don't forget that uh, we are now heading into the new membership season that's coming up on July 1st. Um, we've got two new membership cards coming through. Uh, we've got a couple of new membership uh, like sticker bumper stickers coming through as well. They're going to be part of the membership packs that I think people will like. So stand by for July 1st when uh, all that stuff goes live.
1: Lots of things happening for club, so mm. lots of things to look forward to.
0: Yep, definitely. So in the meantime, that has been episode 192. Um, anything and everything we are about, you can find us on the Transformers Collectors Club Facebook group and you can go over to transformerscca.com and the website and find a lot of stuff we're doing there as well. But until next week, which we might not be on for next week, Max,
1: <laughs> see <how> things go.
0: <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. We've, um, we covered a bit of news this week. Uh, it's been very slow for news. Once we get to SDCC, news might pick up again, but uh, until the next time we record, Max, thanks for joining me.
1: Thank you for having me. Been a couple and, of weeks. We're so glad to be back.
0: Yep. Yep. And, uh, We'll be back whenever we can be for another Transformers Weekly.
1: Awesome. Cheers, guys.
0: See you.